Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at MintMobile.com. No coffee, no worry. Welcome everybody to the Digger Dad's Pure Shy Podcast. This one is episode number 12, I think. We missed last week's one, we're very sorry. Shane was a bit sick there. How you feel now, lad? Lad, I still have it, hey. Still fucking sick as a dog here. Coughing all the time. I, I don't know what it is. I have no idea what it is, but it's it's going to kill me, I reckon. Just don't say that, because we have to get through a podcast. And we have to do next week's one as well, so stay with us, lad. Stay with us. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm fucking dying here, anyway. But, um, what's the crack? How are you getting on? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Doing all right. No, I missed out on last week's podcast, because I was getting excited for that, and then... You rang me and said, oh, I'm a soft fucker, I can't do it, so I um, I didn't really do much on the podcast day, so yeah, it was quite boring actually, but I'm glad we're back doing it now. Um, there's something I want to do at the start first, actually, one second. You know, the fucking phone. What's wrong with the phone? I don't know, it's not working right. I want to give someone a shout out on here for his business, but can't find a fucking message now. My phone is not working right, it's not loading stuff, the internet's real slow. It's only a new phone as well, like, I only bought it, like, six months ago. Right, so, who is it? Uh, his name is Kevin Wallace. He does, like, power washing and stuff. Like, for roofs of houses and driveways and that. He specialises in, I think it's red algae, he says. Red algae or algae, wherever you're from, I suppose. And, um, I, I, tell, I told him, he's a sound lad, like, I said to him, I'll give you a shout, lad, and get some business. And, with all the first communions and confirmations and everything coming up, you want your kids standing in front of your house, getting good photos and nice clean roof, clean drivers, you know. Kevin Wallace is your man and he's based in Tipperary, like, you know. Jason Mother bursting me knee off the table. He's um he's based in Tipperary and that so he um he, he does all the jet washing and stuff and he, he has good chemicals, all pH neutrals, very good for the environment and all that kind of stuff. And he's a gas lad as well. I reckon if he was power washing your driveway, you get a good laugh from him. You get a good laugh from him. So, Kevin Wallace, Power Washing on Facebook and TikTok. I think that was in the message. Can't find it, Kevin. Sorry, lad. Um, he's, um, he's a gas lad as well. And he's good at jet washing. You should see the before and after pictures. It's like looking at Susan Boyle. And then, a tidier looking Susan Boyle. It's good. He, he does a good job. So, 
Kevin Wallace power washing for all your power washing needs and he goes nationwide he does absolutely you did something mental the other night hey oh lad mental it was fucking class yeah someone said you sang with the high kings I did how did you manage to get involved for that oh lad it was fucking class hey um, about a week ago maybe a week and a half ago I um, decided I was driving a machine doing a night shift and I thought to myself you know what I'm going to go out on a limb here now and Attempt to do something fucking mad. Did you go skydiving? No. I messaged the hikings. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, no? Okay. So, I messaged them, right? And I was like, look, my name is Shane. I'm known as the Digger Dad on TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that. Did you mention me? No, I didn't mention you because you can't get up there if I'm up there. That's not nice, eh? I, I did mention you out the back. I said, Ryan does come along for the drive, you know. Oh, good man. Good man. Anyway. Message him, and I was like, look, I'm uh, getting big on the old TikTok here now out in Australia. A lot of people are into my stuff, and, you know, I do a bit of singing as well. Not professionally, I don't make any money from it at all. Any chance I could uh, climb up on the stage with you and sing a song, you know, be class for social media, give us all a bit of a plug, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I never got a response back. Yeah, because you're like, you're just you, and they're like the hiking slide. Cop on to yourself. Oh, sure, I know, and sure, that's exactly what I thought. Like, I thought these lads are not even going to look at me here, but sure... Look, if you don't chance it, you don't get it, like. And um, I got no response, and I was kind of like, fuck it, I'm going to attempt to do something else now. Did you book your skydive? No, I... Fuck off with the skydive. There's no skydive, lad. This is about the high kings. Sorry, I, that, that's just a mental thing to do. I thought that's what you are going to do. Okay, carry on. Sorry with that. So, I made a TikTok video. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Where you were asking the fans to tag them and stuff so that they would see the video and then hopefully see the message and then say... Yeah, lad, you can do that. Or say, you cop on to yourself. We're the fucking hikings. Exactly. That's all I wanted. Just just a response. Either yes or no. Just a fucking response. And the fans went mad with it. Tagging them in fucking everything. All my videos were the hikings was being tagged in it. I was getting tagged in their videos. I'm getting tagged in their Instagram stuff. It, it was getting fucking ridiculous. I'd say the lads now were like, who in the Jesus is this lad? So, I then got a comment back on that video from the hikings. What did he say? Nothing. Why? It was just a wink. Oh, they were flirting. They were flirting with you. That's what I thought. Because I, com- I commented back and I was like, are we dating now? Because if you send someone a-, a wink, like, isn't that meant to be like you're flirting or something? That's what I thought. Because there was a girl called Jessica ages ago. She like sent me a wink and I was like, what does that mean? And she said, I think you're class. I was like, sorry, no. You're not my cup of biscuit, so... <laughs> I didn't send her a wink back, like... Yeah, but I just messaged him back and said, Are we dating now? And then they commented back and said, You need to follow us on here so that we can message. I was like, oh, bollocks, I'm not even fucking following the hikings on here. How fucked is that? So I followed them back and... Brian Dunphy, one of the hikings, personally re- reached out to me on my Instagram and messaged me and was like, Well, Shane, how are you getting on? We're here in Australia, uh, in Perth at the minute. We're loving it and all this kind of stuff. And we saw your video. We saw all the tags. And, you know, we've been looking at your profile and stuff for a while. And, you know, we like what you do. We'd like to get you up on stage. No problem at all. It'd be good crack. Something for the internet. You know, all that kind of stuff. And we got chatting and we were talking about families and stuff. And he shared that he's got an autistic child as well. The same as me. And I was just kind of sharing my side of it with him. Where um, when Niall was very small, like only a little baby and stuff, when he'd be going through his meltdowns, before we even knew he had autism, 
we were wondering why he was having these meltdowns and why we couldn't settle him down sometimes. And the only thing that would settle him down would be like the hikings and Derek Ryan as well. Like, But he loved the hikings, absolutely loved them. You know, the Irish pub song, Red is the Rose, all of those songs, he'd be glued to it. You couldn't put on cartoons or anything like you couldn't put on Bob the Builder or anything like that. He'd, he'd freak out, freak out. But the High Kings, good daddy, good job, lad. This is what I want. And unknowns to them, lads, they were babysitting our child for us sometimes when we couldn't even cope. So that's why I wanted to do it. And I kind of shared that with him as well. And he was like, God, that's an amazing story. And, you know, it's fantastic. And no problem at all. We'd love to do that for you. And be lovely to meet you and stuff like that. And that that's that's all it was really said. That for the time, he said, look, we're going to be... Um, doing Perth for a few days and then we're going to fly up to down to Adelaide, do a gig there and then we're going up to Brisbane for a few days and we're going to do a gig on that Thursday. He said, so just message me before the Thursday and we'll um, we'll figure it out, we'll sort it out. So we came up with a song and the song I picked was Red is the Rose. Now the reason I picked that song is because my wife chose that song to walk down the aisle on our wedding day and she's um, she's Australian-like. She's a good eye mate, you know. And I was very surprised when she um, she said to me, I want to walk down the aisle to Red is the Rose. I said, that's a, a song about an Irish woman. And she said, I don't care. I love, it. I love it. It's a beautiful song. I said, fantastic. Lovely stuff. So that's why I chose that song. I initially wanted to do something funny, you know, like uh, the sick note. What's that one? Do you know, like the one where... Your man's like writing a note to his boss to say why he's not going to be in. Dear sir, I write this note to you to tell you of me plight. And at the time of writing, I am not a pretty sight. That's a funny song, lad. That's what I wanted. Like, just to bring my bit of a character to the stage as well. And Brian was like, look, that that'd be class, like, but we don't know that song. And we'd like to make it cool so that you're not just stood up there on your own with no music, like, just singing this song. So how about we do one that we can all do together? And I just went, fuck it. Do Red as the Rose. And he said, class, we haven't done that one for ages. It'd be good to do that one again. So that's the one we chose. Now, I was on night shift on the build up to this. And my young fella got sick from daycare. He brought something home with him. My wife got sick then. And then a few days out, I got very sick. So maybe two or three days out from this gig, I was like, God, I feel like shy. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this fucking thing at all. And working night shift as well, it wasn't ideal, like. I would have loved to have, like, a day where I could just rest. But I couldn't, because I had to work. And I was full sure I wasn't going to be able to do this. And I was so, so upset and so stressed. that To the point where I was just eating any kind of cold and flu and cough medication. Where my body was just in a constant buzz. I was just working so hard to try and get rid of this thing, because... I, I didn't want to have have built this thing up. I know it doesn't matter. Like, if you can't do it, you can't do it. Like, But I was in the mindset where I didn't want to have, have to build this thing up and then turn around and say to people before it gone, oh, I, I couldn't do it because I was sick. Because, not that it matters either, but you're going to have people saying to you, oh, yeah, I'm sure you fucking are. You chickened out and all this. This, this would come from people now that would never even attempt to do what I'm doing right now, let alone climb up on stage with the High Kings. But... I didn't want to let myself down. I didn't want to, not that I would, but I felt like I didn't want to let my family down by not doing it. And I didn't want to let the people down that worked so hard to get me up there, you know. So I was just stressed to fuck to the point where I was just off TikTok for two days. I hadn't posted anything for like two days. 
And that's not like me. I usually post like two to four videos a day. Like, and I was just so stressed. I was just resting my voice. I wasn't talking to anyone. I wasn't doing any singing. I wasn't doing a fucking thing. Just so stressed about this, lads. The day before the gig, I was working that Wednesday night. And my cough and my sore throat were just horrendous. I mean horrendous, I thought. I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, this is, this is fucked. Maybe, maybe this is the universe telling me now, Shane, this is not for you. So let's just, um, let's just stop it, right? That Thursday morning, I uh, finished working the night shift, went home. I had a haircut booked in Everton for nine o'clock in the morning. I was going to have a couple of hours sleep, go get my haircut, go back home, have a few more hours sleep, and then get up, get ready for the hikings. And as soon as I got home, I went straight to bed, cancelled the haircut because you have to book it by an appointment with the barber I use, and I went straight to bed and I thought, God, I really hope I'm going to be all right. Now, do you know what fucking saved me? You're going to laugh at this. There's a video on YouTube, right? And it's called All Throat Problems Healing. Now, all this fucking Jesus thing is, is this little, uh, little soft music playing in the background. Now, I don't even know why I looked this thing up, but I looked up a video on YouTube to try and... I don't know whether it's called Racky or Reiki or whatever the fuck it is. Some kind of a, a spiritual healing type of shite. Now, I don't believe in that stuff at all. I'm just like, I'm going to try Everton. I've eaten every medication known to man to try and cure this fucking thing. It hasn't left me. So I need to fucking do something. So I turn on this fucking music, put my headphones in, lay in bed, turn on this fucking music. And within two minutes, I could feel my throat was starting to... To ease, my throat, the, the hoarseness and the redness and the rawness in my throat was going away. I was starting to feel all the phlegm and mucus and stuff just move away from my body. I, I'm not joking, you lads. You are laughing now. So I fell asleep listening to this thing. And I woke up. And before this, I was when I was swallowing, it was like I was swallowing a fucking knife, you know, just cutting the inside of my throat every time I'd swallow. That was gone. That was gone. I still had the cough. But the throat was feeling like it was going to work. And I thought, this is fucking class, right? So before the gig, we had a parent-teacher meeting for Niall at the daycare. Myself and the wife went to that. And then we took Niall to his grandmother's. He was going to stay with her on that night. And rather than get a taxi, I decided I'd drive my my Jeep there. Because that would um, remind me that I can't drink, right? I, you can have one or two, but I, I couldn't drink too much. And I didn't want to drink too much. Because when you're drinking... And you're singing, uh, the drinking affects you. you. You don't sound great when you're when you're drunk or when you're even after having two or three like. It, it dries out your throat and it just fucks you up. So I didn't want to drink. As much as people think, have one for Dutch Courage, I, I didn't want to. I, I did have one before the gig started, but I, the whole way through the gig right up until when I was going to be up singing, I was drinking fucking water. Now, we got to the venue. God, we, we struggled to find parking. For a few minutes, I was regretting driving my fucking car there. Because she's a big car, like. She's a big yoke, and there wasn't much parking around the place at all. And we had to park fucking four or five streets away and walk there. And I had to be there at a certain time, like. Because Brian said to me, if you can be there at quarter past seven, the gig starts at eight. But if you can be there at quarter past seven, go to the front desk and send someone to get me. Um, so we can, you can come on the backstage and we can go over the song. You can meet the lads and all this kind of stuff. Just get, sorry. <coughs> just going to leave that bit in there just so you know that I'm fucking still CK. But yeah, um, we got there, myself and the wife. Now this was this was brilliant, right? So we got there and we walked in. The place was already packed. There was loads of people there. 
And um, I walked up to the front desk where they were doing the tickets and stuff. And I says, I need to see uh, Brian Dunphy. And the woman behind the, the desk said, oh, you need to um, get in contact with your contact so that that can be arranged. I said, no, no. He said, come to the front desk and send someone to get me. And she said, just give me one second. So she chased someone on the phone and then some fella came down with a clipboard and was like, oh, are you Shane? I said, yeah. He said, come with me. Me and the wife went through this hallway, up the stairs, down the back. It was, I, I felt massive, hey. I felt fucking massive. And we got to, towards the backstage and then I saw Brian stepping out towards us and just like an ordinary fella, just turned and said, Shane, how are you getting on? And shook me hand. Then we walked through and I saw Paul O'Brien, the lad that plays the, the whistle and stuff as well. And then uh, Finbar was coming out of one of the rooms. And I remember just the sheer size of that man. He's a big lad, hey? He's tall and he's he's just a, a big lad. And he walked towards me. And biggest smile. Just they're lovely lads, like. Lovely lads altogether. And he walked towards me and he put his hand out and he said, Shane, nice to meet you. I said, Jesus, Finbar, how are you getting on? And shook his hand and introduced my wife as well to him and then introduced my wife to Paul and then Darren stepped around, put his hand on my shoulder as he was walking around behind me. He said, Shane, how are you getting on? I said, Jesus Christ, they're all here. You know, I, I wasn't expecting nothing less, but it just felt like a, like, like a surreal moment. And, you know, I was standing there with him when we were chatting and they're just sound lads, pure sound lads. And not for any second did I feel like they were the high kings and I was just a lad from Dangan. They never gave off that impression. You never felt that kind of, um, that, that level change. You know, it, even the wife said it. It just, it felt like we knew them. and It felt like they knew us. They made it so um, so relaxed, so comfortable and just so easy going. And they were very interested in me and the the TikTok and stuff like that and how I've managed to get such a following. And I, I just explained to them that, like, say, a week and a half ago, I had about eighty to 90,000 followers. And then within seven days, I had close to 150,000. And I remember Darren Holden looked at me and he was like, that's madness, like." I said, lad, it's unreal. He said, how does it grow that quickly? And I explained to him what happened. I just said to him, like, I explained that I just started doing, you know, singing videos and stuff. And the one video that took off that went viral for me was me doing um, Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, but Luke Combs' version of it with an Irish twang. And it's nearly at three million views and a quarter of a million likes. Like, you know, it's um, it's crazy. And that's probably a video that I thought, this is a shit video. I, I really thought that that was a bad video. And they said, that's madness. Like, that you had no faith in that video at all. And it was the one to do the best. I was like, that's the way it works. Like, it's fucking bizarre. And then um, Brian was standing there and he said, look, how familiar are you with the song? I said, yeah, I know the song very well. And. Finbar picked up a guitar and he said, what key do you sing in? I said, Jesus, I wouldn't be able to tell you, lad. And he said, just sing it how you would normally sing it and we'll um, we'll just work in with you. So I just took a great big breath and I just started singing the song and next thing they joined in with me and it was just class. It was just, what a feeling. Just to be stood backstage with them, like, singing this song. I thought, this is madness. So we were singing the song anyway and the wife was standing down in the far end of the room and she was taking photos and videos and stuff and... It was just a, it was just a moment that I thought, God, I've made this happen now. How class is that? And we sang the song, and then um, Brian said to me, he said, God, lad, he said, you should be gigging, like. You should be doing this sort of stuff. He said, with a voice like that, he said, and your, your charisma and all that kind of stuff, he said, you definitely should be doing this sort of stuff. 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Stuff. Just lovely, lovely lads like. And they then told me that there's a certain song going to be coming on. And then after that song, I'll go up on stage. They'll introduce me and then I'll climb up on stage. I'll do our song. And then that, that'll be the, the song, you know. So myself and the wife are standing out in the crowd and the gig's starting. And they're, they're absolutely class. If you ever get a chance to go and see the Hikings, take it because they're fucking brilliant. They do not let you down at all. There is no change in how they sound live as opposed to on a CD or on YouTube. They sound the exact same. There is no doctory. It's fucking brilliant. So about, I'd say about 20 minutes into the gig, I was going to be going on after the first hour. So about 20 minutes in, I needed to go and get a a glass of water. Like my throat was getting all dry and stuff and I was starting to stress and worry and panic. And as I was walking towards where the bar area was, I spotted this fella. Now, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, right? but he knows me from TikTok. I spotted this fella, and he looked at me, and he was smiling away before he looked at me. But when he looked at me, his whole face changed. It's like he'd seen a ghost. And he just kind of looked at me and went, are you that fucker from TikTok? I was like, no, no, that's not me at all. He said, it fucking is you. I know your voice, lad. I said, no, no, that's not me at all. And um, he started gathering the troops then. Here, come here. Everyone, come here. Where? This is the digger, Dad. And just swarms of people around me then, you know, wanting photographs. And can you get in a Snapchat with me and all this kind of stuff? I said, yeah, no bother. I'll take photos. Grand sound. Just let me get me fucking drink as well, please. And <laughs> I remember getting me drink and walking back. And your man tapped me in the shoulder as I walked away. And he said, look, lad, keep doing what you're doing on that TikTok. It's class. And I turned to him and said, lad, I'm going to keep doing that. And I'm going to do more. And then he went, you're a fucking legend. And like, they were drunk, like they were all drunk. It was class. But um, my moment was coming up now. So we got up there anyway and the security let my wife through and she got to sit where she could sit. And I'm standing at the side and I remember Darren was on his keyboard and he kind of looked over at me and he just kind of smiled and kind of gave you dinner to throw the head with the wink as if to say, this is your time now. And there was this big... Um, Big build up to it, like Brian was talking about the fact that they're not young fellas and they're not on TikTok, well they're on TikTok but they don't have many followers and then they were talking about me and as soon as they mentioned my name, that the noise, there, there was a lot more people there that knew me than I thought. The noise of the people was just like, Jesus Christ. And I was standing up there and for a, for a moment I kind of just stood and admired the amount of people that was out there looking at me and I just thought to myself, God... This is what I want to do. This is what I want to fucking do. So I started singing the song. I Like I said, I chose Red is the Rose. So I started singing the song and the entire crowd just worked with me, swinging their arms from side to side. As soon as the chorus had kicked in, the 
whole crowd had seen it. You know, there'd be three or four miserable bastards out there, and I could have picked them out and probably named them for you, right? But we're not going to get into that. Um, but other than that, every single person in that room, whether you were Irish, Australian, or from fucking Gishel, you know, it, you, you, they were working with me, and it was fucking some feeling. And Brian would look over at me, I'd look at him, and he'd give me a nod, and I'd kind of give him a nod to say, yeah, this is um, this is working fine for me. And he just kind of kept giving me a nod as if to say, fucking fair play to you, lad, keep it going. And I, I did my song. At the end, everyone just went mental, like applauding and shouting and cheering. And there was a couple of people, um, two girls in particular, who I'd met out before at Fortitude Valley. We were out with the lads from Dangan that are currently working up in Mackay. We all went out on a night out and I met these two young ones out who were um, followers of me and TikTok and all that kind of stuff and they were stood in the very front and I, I spotted them and I recognised them instantly and they were like going go on you and I'm just like you're fucking following me you know <laughs> it was just it was class and then the song was over the big round of applause and the lads thanked me I shook their hands I got a big hug off Brian I went to shake his hand and he said no he said give me a hug for that one and I walked down the steps and started heading back out into the crowd and just the amount of people then that were just approaching me and shaking me hand and, you know, patting me on the back going, Jesus Christ, lad, fair play to you. That was fucking spectacular, you know. And then there was loads of people, like, trying to make their way towards me in the crowd, you know, where I was standing. Every time I'd look around me, there's always new people getting closer to me and they'd get so close where they'd then tap me on the shoulder as well and go, God, that was great, lad, fair play to you good job and then they'd move away and someone else would come in then ever so slowly and do it as well it was just a fantastic night a fantastic moment I was just absolutely blown away by the amount of people that were on my side you know and I always say that young fellas can be quite um young men can be quite um quite jealous and bitter and stuff like that with with that sort of stuff like oh look at him he thinks he's a great lad all the attention is on him and who does he think he fucking is it was the opposite, hey. It was, it was, there was loads of girls like and older women and stuff that was coming up and saying stuff, but a lot of it was young lads going, fuck lad, you're just class, hey, you're a fucking legend and fair play to you, like you're, you're flying the flag high for Ireland out here and everyone fucking loves you lad. Don't worry about anyone that says otherwise, they're just jealous of you and all this kind of stuff. And it was just absolutely class. Even my wife was kind of a little bit taken aback by the amount of people that that knew me and that wanted to take photographs with me and stuff. It's class. The only thing about it is, I will say, when you're out and about and you're getting recognised and there's drink involved, like people are drinking, it can be quite weary, you know, and especially when you're in like an enclosed area where there's lots of people. It's quite tricky because you're trying to navigate through these people in a concert where no one wants to move, like no one wants to lose their spot. So if they move, they're worried someone else is going to squeeze in. So you're trying to squeeze between these people to go to the, either the toilet or go get a drink or whatever it is. The last thing you want to be doing is stepping on someone's toes or spilling a drink on them. And, you know, when you're walking back with drinks and someone and someone fucking sees you and goes, oh, fuck the digger, dad. And then kind of gets you in like a headlock and starts pulling you backwards. You end up spilling drink on people and, you know, you're bumping against people and hitting off people. And that's the last thing you want. So to anyone out there that does notice me or recognize me, Come up and say hello, no problem at all, no problem at all. Just try not to get too handsy, like, you know, those times people are tearing the shirt off me, like. <laughs> but um, I, I'm happy to uh, to chat with everyone, I'm happy to take photographs with everyone and 
you know, if you've got stuff you want to tell me, no problem at all. No problem at all. Just try not to get me to spill me drink. Like, I, I've paid for that fucking thing. <sighs> I see your man's died. Oh, lads, she's as proud as that. Hey, proud as that. She's probably still talking about it now. But um, I remember when uh, the messages were coming back and forward with me and Brian, I took a screenshot of it and I sent it to my wife and I sent it to my ma. And I captioned the top of it, the digger that meets the hikings. And my wife was like, Jesus Christ, like, that's amazing. Like, how have you done that? And it's like, just just put yourself out there. Put yourself into a spot where you can't back out of it and watch what happens. And I sent it to my ma as well. And she couldn't really make out what was going on. So she said, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I said, I'm going to get up on the stage with the hikings and sing a song when they're live here in Brisbane. She said, no, you're not. I said, I fucking am. She said, how the fuck have you managed to do that? I said, just get people on TikTok to tag them. She said, yeah, I saw you did the video, like, but she said, I didn't think it was going to happen for you. I said, neither the fuck did I. She said, fair play to you. She said, get fucking photographs and videos and fucking, are you going to, are you going to record it? She said, I said, of course I am. I'm going to try my best anyway. That's what I'm fucking doing it for. Doing it for the fucking views. <laughs> but I'm also doing it to kind of put myself out there a bit and to give me young fella something to fucking look at in years to come and just turn around and maybe not just say to his friends, but say to himself, God, I used to listen to these fellas now when I was a baby. like." And there's a video now of my daddy standing up on the stage with him singing. Wouldn't it be class? Like, to, to think that you could do that for your child. It's fucking wonderful, lads. So who's next in? Like, are we going to try and do like uh, Joe Dolan or someone? Uh, Joe Dolan's fucking dead, lad. Oh, that's right. So... What do you want to do next now? God, I don't know that. I didn't even plan on doing that. That just kind of came to me one night when I was in the digger. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to try and do this. And that's it, like. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. I, I could do it. I'm trying, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to fucking uh, get Luke Holmes' attention. But I'll never get his attention, like. Because he's got millions of followers. Oh, he's that, like, American country singer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he's not going to see you, lad. I know, I know. But I've got people that are trying to work on it. <laughs> This is a part of the podcast where I ask Ryan his five quick fire questions and he needs to give me his five quick fire answers. Are you ready, lad? Yep. Now, these are good ones. Okay. If you could be in any movie, what would it be? Eh, uh, Titanic. I want to see how big that fucking door was. What is the most annoying catchphrase to you? Eh, uh, shut your mouth and eat your dinner. My mom used to say that and it doesn't make any sense. What would you paint on your first day if you were an artist? Uh, a helicopter. Did you know I used to draw the doll? Would you rather have no nose or no arms? Eh, uh, no nose, because if you have an itchy arse, you want to be able to scratch it. Like. Which day of the week is your favourite? Eh, uh, today. That was alright, right? That was alright. Yeah, it was quick. <laughs> my man found copy under my bed, and I've got some stuff written down in it. This one is Dear Copy, number 164. Copy, what's the crack, lad? Come here, I need some advice. There's this one from a toy. And she's got, like, cat and a dog. And she said that she fancies me, but, like, I don't really fancy her to look at, to be honest, because she looks like a child that Judge Judy would, like, roar out of her. But with her having no brothers and no sisters to, like, fight off either, and she's going to get that farm, do you think it's a good idea to give her a go, like? To give her a good saunter? Farmer Ryan does sound class, don't you think? Anyway, I'm going training. Let me know what you think, lad. Jackhammer, out. Did you end up getting what you want from a tie after? No, no. Actually, she's got one of those faces, lad, where you're like, 
I know, no, no, no amount of cattle or sheep, or a good sheepdog, no, could, um, could persuade me to venture into that garden. No, no, I, I didn't. I, I steered clear away, actually. Do you know what I did? I unfriended her off Bebo. Yeah, I didn't like her, to be honest. She was sound-like, but... You're no fucking oil painting yourself, lad. Hey, fuck off you, look at your hair. I'm getting me hair cut tomorrow. Yeah, well then don't be talking shite to me, right? God, that was a... That was a big episode, I think. Bit bigger than usual. Ah, yeah, we, we give them a little bit more than what we usually give them because we missed one from last week, like, but... I just wish this fucking sickness would leave me alone. Hey, I'm, I'm struggling to talk here nearly. But lads, I, I do appreciate you all jumping onto me TikTok and my Instagram there and following me and engaging with me stuff all the time, you know, and helping me get that moment with the High Kings because I, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I hadn't had so many people shouting out my name, you know. So thanks very much. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, that was good, like, that was good. Next, maybe, maybe get me on the stage with, like, Michael Jackson or someone. Michael Jackson is fucking dead. You're naming, like, Joe Dolan and Michael Jackson. These fellas are dead. No, they're not. That's conspiracy. Ah, fuck off, lad. But we're going to come to the end of the podcast now, Ryan. We're going to talk about our um, mental health stuff. Is there anything uh, you want to share? Yeah, there is, actually. I I think I might have stuff here. I'll actually get you to read this one out because I didn't reply to it and I don't know how to reply to it because it's a tough one. It's a tough one, but here you go. Story me old saviour, lad. I'm a Cavan man. Now ye awfully lads, don't be slagging Cavan lads. We're all not the same. Without your TikToks and podcast helping me through the day. I'm not messing. You can use this in your podcast. Just don't say my name, please. I was bet by a woman for two years. Beat the fuck. Stabbed nine times. And I woke up dead one day. Heh. <laughs> what? How do you wake up dead? Ah, it's just the way, <laughs> it's just the way he's phrased it. <laughs> that's funny, though. I, I like that. Sorry for laughing at you, mister, but that's a good one. And said, this is enough of your shit. You're abusing me, and I suffered badly. I went down a very bad drinking and drugs road. I couldn't hold a job because of it. And one day, a digger dad from Offley changed my life. Jesus. I left this one, and I got with a one from Mead. Oh, yeah. Okay, get rid of the Calvin one. And get with a mead one, hey. That might be a better option. And changed my life completely. No more drugs. And I'm flat out working for Tullamore Distillery. And only for you and your videos and herself, I would not be here today. So thank you so much. Keep up the good work, you mad's going, yeah. Isn't that mad, like, to think that my videos can help someone in, in that situation? Beat the fuck. And he wake up one morning dead, like. He woke up one morning dead. Fair play to you lads. Thanks very much for that message. Honest to God. And um, I'm glad you're out of that abusive relationship with that Cavan one. And you found yourself a mead one. They're supposed to be alright. They're supposed to be alright, them mead ones. There's a few mead ones now listening to this that are probably laughing. But um, stick with the mead one anyway. I think you're doing alright. Yeah, domestic violence is, is not on. Oh, absolutely not. Not from a man, nor a woman, nor a they. No, no. Nobody told to be allowed to hit anyone. That's wrong. But yeah, lads... Mental health is a big deal, like, you know, it's a big thing, and I think more and more people are starting to talk about it slowly. You know, TikTok's good because you've got loads of lads now that are making content talking about opening up about stuff, but I, I, I find some of those people might not be genuine either. But that's not for me to judge, I suppose. I just want to say, lads, it's okay 
if you're feeling a bit sad, I feel sad sometimes. Do you feel sad? I do. I do. I'm not feeling overly sad now. I'm feeling sick-like, but I don't think I'm feeling overly sad. I do feel pressure-like. I do feel pressure and stress, and people don't realise how much um, pressure is actually on people like me making content and stuff all the time, trying to give everyone that watches your stuff something, you know? Because someone might follow me for one video and then hate everything else I do. It's just it's just so stressful to try and come up with all these ideas for videos and podcasts and stuff. I do it all on my own and the pressure is on me sometimes. And there's days where I'm walking around miserable as fuck because I've got so much to think about, so much to worry about. And just It's just a fucking build-up of stress sometimes and it gets on top of you. And if you don't know how to control that and if you don't know how to let it go, it will get too much for you. And that's where people struggle. They don't understand how to how to talk about it or they don't want to talk about it because they feel like it's a sign of weakness. It's it's really not. There is nothing stronger than someone turning around and saying, look, I can't do this now. I'm struggling right now. Please, someone just take that end of it there and we'll, we'll carry it together. Because that's what it is. It's like moving tables. You're not going to carry it on your own. You might think you can, but you'll struggle. If you've got someone on the far end that's happy to lift it up on that end, too easy to carry it. It makes it a lot easier. A lot easier. And it's the same with your problems like. If you've got stuff you can't deal with on your own, get someone to take one end of it and you'll get through it together. Hey, that's that's the way it is, lads. So fucking get talking. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm about to fucking pass out here. This voice is about to drop off the face of the earth. So if you don't mind, we're going to end this one right now. You're a soft bastard. You're not helping my voice now. You're a soft bastard. Fuck off, lad. Lads, thanks very much for listening. We gave you a, a few minutes longer on this one because um, you, you missed out uh, last week. And we're very sorry. We're going to try our best not to miss any more. But um, should we do so, we will let you know on Instagram. So if you don't follow me on Instagram or TikTok, head over there now to the Digger Dad. T-H-E-D-I-G-G-E-R-D-A-D. Follow me on them and message in topics you want. Like We, we got a story... Um, a couple of weeks ago, an audio story, and it, it was quite funny having that one. So, message in your stories and stuff, and we'll give you show outs and stuff. Small businesses, like we said earlier on, Kevin Wallace for power washing. He's he's your man. He's good with a gun. Hey, he's good with a hose. He's got a fine wand on him. I hear. So, lads, thanks very much. Take it easy. All the best. See you later on, lads. Good luck. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns